What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts and welcome to the V-Twin Life here on YouTube. We talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins, what fuels our passion, why you enjoy it so much. V-Twin Life is brought to you by these two great companies, Crash Ink Clothing and Wild Ass Seats. Hey, you want to add some comfort to your ass when you're out riding, whether you're a 400 mile guy or maybe a guy that's pushing a thousand plus or female rider for that matter, hey, check out wild-ass.com and add some comfort to your ass. Can't forget Crashing Clothing, that Northwest brand out of the Pacific Northwest. Hey, these guys got a lot of great stuff from t-shirts to hats, raincoats, you name it. Hey, they can get you covered. Check out CrashingClothing.com. Now, let's dive into another milepost of the V-Twin life. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, thanks for coming in on Sunday night, tuning in to another milepost of the V-Twin life. We're hitting milepost 81 tonight with one of these... Northwest guys out of Oregon, Mr. Ride Faster Pussy. Jason, hey, thanks for coming on and coming and hanging out tonight. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Heck yeah. I know we've been trying to get this for a little while, and you know, you guys got some killer stuff going on. you doing down in Oregon the whole 503 bike night and seeing you guys really have done a lot of cool shit and grown, and it's awesome to see that kind of stuff, you know, in the Northwest and building stuff up and be awesome get some more of you guys on there, but you know, tonight we got you coming to hang out and Kind of yeah. hear your backstory and talk some bikes and shoot the shit. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Well, let's start where I like to do with everybody, man. Where where motorcycles come into life for you? So I grew up in a biker house. Uh, you know, my dad was a biker. He built choppers. My mom built a chopper in our uh, living room. And uh, so I was first introduced to bikes, like, super young. But, you know, I rode BMX and didn't really give a shit about motorcycles. I was like, ah, yeah, whatever, you know. As a kid, like, you don't really give a shit what your parents are doing for the most part. Like, you're just kind of doing your own thing. And uh, I actually didn't get my first bike until, uh, I think I was, like, 19. Got a dirt bike and started ripping around in the trails on that. And then uh, switched it over to a street bike and got on the road and had a uh, 2003 F4i. And I hung out with some stunt riders back then. And this was, I'm 43 now, so... This was uh, 23 years ago, and um, started to wheelie a little bit, you know, just kind of try to learn from them, you know what I mean? And uh, rode those for, you know, until about four years ago, three years ago, about four years ago, and I finally bought a Harley and never went back to the crotch rockets. <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, everybody starts somewhere where, I mean, I did have, you know, the sport bike for a little while and then kind of was looking, you know, getting a little too crazy. It's like, and you got a family, it's like, man, I bike's got to go. And, you know, got into the cruiser scene, it's like, man, this is just so much more comfortable. And for me, it's like, I enjoy traveling, wanting to ride. And it's like, you know, a sport bike isn't kind of going to fit when you want to do some touring riding. And, you know, hit the, for me, hit the cruisers. And, in fact, I never look back. I mean, you know, changed up from a few, but it's just, it's a fun lifestyle. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've done a lot of fucking miles on cross rockets, but you're right, it's very uncomfortable, and I don't know, I was kind of sick of my wrist hurting. Understandable. <laughs> so what was the first Harley you got? Uh, 2018 Lowrider. Went and picked it up brand new and started customizing it, and uh, I had that for a year, and then... Uh, Everyone's like, "Oh man, you need to go. You need to go try, try, try bagger. 
go get a fucking touring bike. And I'm like, man, fuck that. Those are old people bikes, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm getting old, but I'm not trying to be old. You know what I mean? And uh, so uh, I was fucking off at work one day and went and test rode a, uh, the road glide that I have now, the uh, 2019 special, and uh, fell in love with it within the first 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, we're making this deal done. It's done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, dicked around trying to get a good deal on that and finally did. And now she's here. <laughs> so what all have you done to your road bikes? I know you've, I mean, obviously you've done some shit to it for all the, you know, the, the stunt riding and shit you enjoy doing, you know, all the pictures I've seen and whatnot. Yeah. So, so, so far oh, right now it's torn down to the frame. Uh, I'm doing a pretty interesting build, you could say, um, but uh, as far as parts, you know, until this recent teardown, uh, just a tune intake, uh, exhaust, bars, cruisy original ATV bars, best fucking bars out there. Uh, they're my favorite setup that they're narrow and they have the right pullback and everything's just, I don't know, I fucking love them. Um, but yeah, not, not really any performance shit, though. It's a relatively stock bike. Uh, I did do a chain drive finally. It, it wasn't necessary, but my my belt broke doing wheelies eventually because my uh, my. Uh... Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. All right. Those are pods. Took a shit on me. Battery uh, life and those things suck anymore. Mine don't last for shit. I don't ever really uh, use them. Yeah, fucking garbage. Um, I went to the Sam, Samsung Galaxy Buds and fuck, those batteries last forever. Yeah, I've been looking at some different uh, AirPod style ones or uh, AirBud style ones away from the Apple shit. Uh, where was I at? Uh, chain drive, swap that out. Oh, I finally did a chain drive because my belt broke doing wheelies. Um, said fuck it, it's, I got to tear it apart anyways. Let's go with chain drive and uh, I bought a uh, A1 Cycles Cush Drive chain drive setup. And those come with uh, aluminum sprockets, and I chewed through that fucking thing, like, instantly. Uh, so I was like, fuck, man. You know, there wasn't a steel option. So I said, fuck, I guess, I guess I'm going to have to fucking make my own. And uh, I called my buddy Nubworks, who's, who's doing uh, all my hard parts now, uh, the future of RFP. And uh, he made me a custom sprocket, 56 tooth, and I threw that on there, and... She pops up a hell of a lot easier now. <laughs> so is that kind of how the, you know, your new little entrepreneurish business going, the hard parts came from needing a sprocket that actually hold up? It did, yeah. I've always, I, I like creating things. Um, I, I own multiple businesses and uh, it was just kind of like, man, let's let's dip into here too, you know what I mean? And it, it helps me uh, get that creative side out in, into a, you know, a piece of metal instead of just on t-shirts and, uh, you know, paper. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think it's sweet. And, you know, the feedback has been fucking awesome. The support that I get from my inner circle and everyone that, you know, supports the brand is fucking amazing. Um, all of you are fucking badass, by the way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I you know I try to make shit that people dig, and you know, if it wasn't for everyone, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> well, it's like I just talked to one of the you know one of the brothers down there, and you know, 
going with you know your ride fasty put ah, fuck ride faster pussy logo and it's like dude he lives by that and it's like you know he goes they kind of said you know ask you about getting nailed for 80 plus and a 25 you know just ride faster <laughs> yeah yeah uh you know i it, it, with the brand being what it's called i'm still very uh, i do like safety i don't like people getting hurt um i want everyone to ride their own ride you know you do get better by pushing yourself and, and riding with people that are faster than you. That's how I became a better rider. But, you know, you got to know your limits. Don't try to fucking show off and, you know, squid out. 100%. And, and you know, we've been in those situations and, and group rides and shit. And, you know, I don't, I don't care to ride and uh, I don't care to lead packs anymore. Uh, I don't care to ride with a bunch of people I don't know. Um I do support like the stunt rides, like the homies in, in uh, you know, the Hive Crew in Utah, and uh, just did the Grip Street one down in Las Vegas, and you know, those guys know what they're doing, though. They're not, you know, they're not uh, weekend riders that are just just out there, you know, to show off or something. They're, you know, they do this shit every day, and they know what they're doing. So I'm comfortable riding in those kind of groups, and uh, you know, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. You do, and you look at some of the, you know, the stunt rider. I mean, of course, you know, there's all these, you know, they're having fun on the road, but you also got to look, you know, sometimes a lot of that is also, you know, I would say pictures and whatnot. Guys doing some stuff, you know, on a close course where you're not putting yourself in harm's way of other cars. I know, I mean, guys do like to have fun and just, you know, pop it up here and there on the road, but it is, you know, that's back doing these shows where you're you're on a closed area where, you know, safety yeah, you're is not, a bit you're more. Not, you're not practicing, you know, on a fucking group ride that, you know, you've already, these guys know what they're doing already. You know what I mean? It's not like they're trying new shit in the middle of a group or anything like that. Right. And, and you run into that, you know, doing group rides, you'll, you'll have these people that try to, you know, show off and squid out and then, you know, fuck other people up. And that shit's pretty whack. If you ask me. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to know your own limits. And I think, you know, with, with that, I mean, I'm not into stunt riding. I mean, I did, you know, we just have motocross stuff back in the day, but you, you got to, like you said, you got to know your limits and you, you do want to challenge yourself because you get yourself better over slowly. But you know, when you're riding to somebody, maybe it's done it 10 or 20 years and you're back there five years into it, you, yeah. you're not going to be at their level. And you know, you got to be safe, I guess. Know your fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing. Know your fucking place. Yeah. Stay in your fucking lane. Well, how'd the whole, you know, ride faster pussy logo come around? How long have you been doing that one? Uh, it, it was either late 19 or early 20. Um, you know, kind of when COVID started really kicking off. And it was kind of like a joke at first. Made some stickers. And then uh, I was like, fuck, we'll make some fucking T-shirts. And uh, I was flipping them out of the bags uh, at Four Corners Rally in 2020. Just slinging them out of the bags. And uh I'd sell some shit on like IG just through DMs and stuff at first. Um, I had some like, uh, you know, one of those companies that like print all your stuff and uh, they never come to you. It's uh, drop shipment. Right. Like Teespring like, and whatnot. Just to help get the, you don't make any money on it, but it helps, you know, push the brand, you know, however you can. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I didn't have a ton of followers on Instagram. I still don't, but it was a grind back then, you know, but it, it was just kind of one of those things like it's bold, it's in your face 
and people were digging it and i was like fuck shit man let's fucking do more of this you know what i mean let's let's see what let's see what i can uh make out of this and just went from there just went from there just been grinding no i'm trying to you know it's 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 a fucking grind man and uh I got a lot of fucking dope ass people that support me, you know. Um, I'm super f- thankful for that. You know what I mean? That it, it oh, helps. One hundred percent. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, some guys you can lean back, like saying for support, or you know, when you're down and out, or even, you know, to get even, you know, talked up or whatnot, and just the support and the help through, you know, the the people within the the community that we all, are, you know, a big part of with within the motorcycle community and. You know, I know through, like, talking to Brad and Clayton and some of the other guys down there, I mean, you guys have seen down there, you guys are a pretty tight group of uh, guys and whatnot, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's a fucking badass community, and, you know, we, we try to keep it going, and, you know, it's it's fun. Sometimes we get burnt out on it, you know, sometimes one or two of us will take a step back and, you know, get a little breath in, and then come right back in ready and energized, and you know, get right back in the shit. Yeah, and, and sometimes you need that, you know, clear your head. You can only, you know, pound it so long before you're going to get, you know, mental drain, you know, step away yeah. for a little bit, refresh yourself, and, and come back with new ideas and, you know, new adventures or whatever you can throw into it. Yeah, and a lot of us are family, you know, family people with kids and shit and responsibilities and jobs and, you know, it's we do we do what we can outside of you know the the responsibilities of of life and family and stuff you know what i mean yeah uh, i i'm someone that has a hard time balancing things in life uh you know 2020 my family didn't see a lot of me i was on the road a lot and just grinding and fucking off and you know uh you know my wife and i had a conversation and She's like, hey, motherfucker, don't forget about us. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you know. Thank you for telling me that. Um, but it's also it's also work. It, you know, it's work now, you know. Um, I can't push this brand from a fucking chair. I can try, but, you know, uh, I live this shit, you know what I mean? It, it, it's not like I didn't just create something and uh, I don't fully, you know, 1000% believe in it and live it. I mean, you know, this brand represents me. It represents my friends. It represents, you know, all of the people that support it. Like we live this shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it takes that time when you're living that kind of lifestyle, like you're putting in the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you gotta put forth the effort to get the reward. Yeah, absolutely. No, I get it. So you yeah. still have have the low rider also your rider just uh just your road no bike? I, I traded it in and then uh I've got a couple projects that uh Brad keeps safe for me I, I eat <laughs> up a lot of his uh I eat up a lot of his real estate in his shop with my bullshit but uh <laughs> like I bought a actually the first Harley I bought I, I rode it once but I don't really say that that's the first Harley I bought because you know I didn't really ride it I bought it to like make a chopper out of it it was a uh it's a 72 iron head. And back then I didn't know, you know, I didn't know shit about iron heads. I was just like, Oh fuck dude, I can get this bike for cheap and, you know, build a chopper out of it. And I never did. And I'm almost kind of thankful I didn't because the more and more I learned about iron heads and people that have had them, 
their fucking pile of shit. <laughs> so it's still sitting at Brad's place. It, it's all, it, it's, you know, it's a, a complete bike, but you know, it's, uh, it needs some things done to it. I'm probably going to sell it because I don't really care about it. Um, and then I bought, uh, I thought, well, shit, I'm, I'm pretty ADD. So I'm kind of all over the place in life. Uh, <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. So then I was like, <laughs> fuck. You know, when I when I first met uh, Brad and, you know, Adam and Clayton and all these boys, like, circle track racing was a big, you know, everyone was going to Salem, to the dirt track, and uh, it was kind of where we'd meet up and hang out and shit. And I was like, well, fuck, dude. I'm going to build a fucking race bike, dude, and start this shit. So I bought a bike. Uh, my buddy Sean sold me a bike for real fucking cheap. And uh, I was like, all right. So Brad and I started building this thing, and we got like, I don't know, maybe three quarters of the way done. And then, I, and then I saw Brad crash a couple of times or I saw him crash once real good. And I was like, man, you know what? If I fucking crash <laughs> and I hurt myself like that, like really fucking hurt myself, my family's going to be fucked. Like they rely on me. Like I'm the source of income. I can't be fucking, I can't be fucking around like that. Um, no, yeah, we don't heal as quick as we did when we were younger. No, and I don't. I don't I'm not using it as an excuse, but it is. It's like, well, I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just, you know, at our age, you know, and you, it takes a little bit longer to to snap back from even, you know, some of the the simple little laydowns. It's not, you know, not like when we were teenagers and twenty, where you kind of bounce back in a day or two. Yeah, it, takes a it fucking longer. hurts, and it it's you know, it's a big recovery. I, you know that that will probably always hinder me from being an excellent rider compared to like a, you know, an intermediate rider. But, um, I have fun doing what I do now and I've crashed and I've fucked myself up doing stunts. And, uh, you know, I, is it safer than the dirt track? Fucking probably not, but I feel more comfortable doing it. <laughs> so see, I think flat track, and I think that's probably the only about well that and i guess trials riding you know when it came to dirt bikes and riding on the dirt the only two that i i never fucked with my stepdad used to do a bunch of old flat tracking back in the day but that's the one i never tried it's cool as yep. shit to watch i mean those guys fuck it's impressive but i never never tried that one i mean i did sand drags dirt drags hill climbs motocross and i think hill climb was the best man that's an adrenaline rush from hell yeah i've never really done any hill climbing uh i've done a lot of trail riding i mean that the majority of my time on a dirt bike's on the trails. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, the north being from the north, oh, yeah. everywhere to ride. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, I never, I've never hit an MX track. I've never, just never done it. I've had opportunities and just had shit going on. So I was like, ah, whatever, fuck it. And then just, just never did it. Um, well, I, yeah, ever, I did that in my you know, know, early my, teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little bit more limber when you're young, you know, and, I think a lot of the good riders, you know, they've been riding since they were young. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, will I ever get on there? Fuck, who knows? Life's life's long sometimes, and you know, I never know what the fuck I'm going to get into. And it, it's like I said, trail riding. I mean, that can be some, that's some fun shit because, I mean, there's, you know, like up here, trails you can hit on and you can take fucking back trails and go damn near halfway down Hood Canal from Port yeah. Angeles and never touch the asphalt. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to just worry about fuel, but all the, the trail networks and whatnot, it, it's a lot of fun. You can find some cool shit, some good vantage points, and some amazing views of the straights and whatnot. And, yeah, trail riding is a fucking blast. I used to have a T Yamaha TT500 
white yeah. leather suspension on it. Fuck, I that's one dirt bike I wish I still had. That thing was a blast when it came to trails and still nimble enough. You could throw it around, but you can, you know, had enough oomph in that old thumper with a 500 that, man, it'd get you places. You can have some fun. Fuck yeah, absolutely. I still fuck around. I got a, a 2002 KX250. Um, I've just always been into two strokes. I like how chaotic they are. Uh, and, I, you know, it's been a while since I've taken it out, but I've got it still and I'll take it out eventually. I used to be my hill climb bike. I had a CR500, board 60 over, <laughs> shave the head, shave the barrel, run no head gaskets for higher compression and stretch swing arm, fucking rubbing rubber paddles. And I had a cut knobby and, you know, you run different classes of the. 500 modified, you could run a, a cut tire, 500 open X exhibition was paddle, steel, whatever you want to run, chains, and steel will get you over anything. You wouldn't be as fast, but, you know, you get a rubber cup, and, man, you pin that fucker wide open, second gear, <laughs> dump the clutch, and fucking hang on. Fuck yeah. That's it was fucking awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I even never... took that down. I took the extensions off it from hill climbing, and... Was it 96? I went down and did the Lake Elsinore Grand Prix down in Lake Elsinore. And that's a lot of bike to try to ride stock. Fuck, that's not easy. <laughs> but it was cool. You know, I got to meet some amazing fucking people, guys that were icons back in the day. And it was a cool yeah. experience. Yeah, that's fucking rad. The only Grand Prix I ever did. But we went all, all over riding down there. I had, went down with a good friend of mine that lived down in Riverside. That's where he grew up. So. We went all over down there. Went Paris Raceway, did, you know, Glamis, Dumont Dunes, went to Pismo. Went out to the high desert in Victorville, and that was cool as shit riding out there. Really? It was just awesome. Yeah, I, I like off-road because it, it puts me in nature, and I'm big into being in nature. I fucking love wildlife. I love all the fucking trees or the fucking desert or whatever. Like, just being outside of the city is fucking dope to me because it's a nice it's a nice little reset you know when you go out there mm -hmm. like like, like yeah, the... chaotic when you're on your bike but it's also peaceful at the same time right and i can remember the first hill climb i went to when they started the hill climbs over in yakima it's out in rattlesnake hills i'm like you know they got all the sagebrush whatnot they're kind of make a path but i'm like well fuck, it's just a bush i'll just fucking run that fucker over i'm not worried about it i had a line in my head shit yeah. i hit that sagebrush and whew, there you go all right <laughs> note to self you cannot run over sagebrush <laughs> that's like hitting a fucking tree yeah i fucking uh when i was a kid i think i was about 12 years old i uh my uncle had a couple uh, uh honda three-wheelers and we had uh, we had property out in central oregon and he's like oh yeah go fucking go fucking rip it around dude and i'm like all right and he's like you just make sure you fucking lean into the turns and i'm like i mean i'm coming off a bicycle dude what do you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> and uh he fucking lets me just go rip it out this thing's fucking you know four times my size and uh man i go to turn around and i, I end up off the fucking side in the berm it fucking shoots me up the fucker lands on me i'm upside down the, the three-wheelers upside down i'm pinned and i'm like fuck dude like scared the fuck out of me and I just kind of wiggled my fucking leg out, dude. And I was just shook. I was like, man, fuck that thing. I'm never getting on that thing. That thing's a fucking death trap. And, uh, yeah. Well, it's like DDK, yeah. Honda three-wheelers, LOL, death traps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that, was, my, that was my first experience off-road uh, with zero experience. Um, yeah, and it, it was a long time before I got back on the dirt after that. <laughs> We had an old three-wheeler, but it was like the old Honda, like 125, the big old balloon tires. and Yeah. 
That's the only one I really had. Yeah, yeah I don't they are. That's a different animal riding them things. I want to say these were 250s, but they might have. They're probably 250s, I think. The Honda 250s. Tell you what, it's the ones are insane are the old fucking Banshees. God damn. Yeah, I've never ridden one. The old one four wheelers? Oh, yeah, one. fucking them are insane. They were awesome, though. Quick as those shit. Are all, those are all two strokes, right? Yeah. Yeah. 350 twin. Yeah. It'd be fun to fucking rip on. Oh, they'll fucking rip, that's for sure. Well, you look at some of the new size of these quads. I mean, now you know you got the Raptor in a 660. I think actually in a 700 now, it's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, I try to stick on two wheels. Yeah. I like to be able to get in tight places if I need to. <laughs> What's one of your favorite areas you enjoy riding if you're going to get out for, you know, a good fucking day rip somewhere? Just kind of, you know, one of those clear your head fucking two-wheel therapy roads. On the road? No, on road. On road? Uh, so if I'm just going to do like a quick rip, like let's say I've got a, an hour, hour and a half to go just rip real quick, uh, I'll head out to like... Um, I'll head out towards Estacada and then I'll cut up through Sandy and uh, I'll go along the Sandy river and you end up in like uh, you end up in a uh, Corbett and then you come back down through the, uh, the gorge and it's, it's okay. just a quick little loop, but there's lots of twists. It's a lot of twisties and uh, you know, you're out in nature, you're away from the city. Um, right. So you live outside of Portland. I live in Portland. Yeah. Oh, you're in Portland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know some of the area down there. I mean, I've done a few trips down there, whatnot, with like when my son was doing baseball. He, we were playing at Clackamas. So that was one of my first trips after I got my bike. I went down there for five days and for three or four days, one or the other. But, you know, went and did some rip, went up Mount Hood to my government camp. And yep. plus, you know, like this last year, well, this summer we did the Monsters Over Mountains through coming up over Mount Hood from the gorge, take the back highway up and around. And oh, yeah, Brad was done some stuff. That. <laughs> that was a blast. Yeah, it sounded like a blast. Um, yeah, there's some beautiful country down in that area. Yeah, there, I mean, dude, there's so many good rips. Uh, if I've got all day to fuck around, or most of the day to fuck around anyways, um, I like to go out through towards the coast and hit Vernonia, and then that takes you on Highway... Uh, I want to say it's two, 226 or 219 or something like that, and it's fucking super twisty. It's just a fucking just haul ass and bang the corners and scrape your shit up and get to a, it, it drops you in Astoria and then we'll come back through Astoria, you know, get some lunch. And then, um, I know a highway. I've driven that in the car once when we were going, uh, going down to seaside from where the hell were we staying at down in Longview, Kelso went down uh-huh. across, uh, across the Columbia down in Longview. And then we took that way to seaside. Yeah. Yeah. Highway 30. Well, well, or you go. No, so we through, went through Vernonia. Oh, you did. Yeah, you went through the twisties. Yeah, then. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's for like for like ripping and like getting some good twisties, and the road's pretty decent. It's not like super choppy. There's yeah, one King quarter on it. C eighty nice is two twenty six. Two twenty six. Okay, yeah. Two twenty six. Yep. Um. Yeah, there's one fucking corner that's an off camber corner that. I've seen people fucking fly off and end up on the side of the road and luckily not crash, kept their bike up. But that one fucking corner, it, it, it almost will get you every time if you're not expecting it. The other one that I'd like to ride again down there that it's been shit, probably 20 years is 
head south out of uh, Pendleton down 395. I did that years ago. Yep. Down along the river, you know, some nice little fucking twisties down and just, fuck, it's like there's all kinds. If a guy won, you know, pack of 10 or whatever, there's, you know, last time I did it, I should say, there's a lot of dispersed camping areas on the river and the side of the old campgrounds. And it was just a cool-ass fucking ride. Yeah, 395 is fucking awesome. Uh, another good one is, uh, it, it's again, if I've got a long day that I can just be gone all day, um, you go, you go through central Oregon, go through you, a good way to go is like up 26 up hood. And then you cut over to mopping and then from mopping, you end up, uh, on, I think it's 97 and you head, uh, you head towards Shanico, which is the ghost town. And that, that the, there's a little side highway that goes from Shanico and it drops you into a, a, a fuck. What's that town called that had all the, uh, that crazy cult, uh, oh, um, shit. dude, the town might as well be a ghost town. There's like two people that live there. Uh, <laughs> antelope, antelope is it? Uh, and then you hang, uh, if you hang, east from antelope dude that fucking road is sick i think it ends up taking you to like uh john day oh okay it's rad dude central oregon's got some like central eastern oregon has so many sick roads and they're they're pretty fucking nice too like pretty smooth yeah i'd like to you know late spring and summer do some exploring down It'd be fun do some you know check out more areas and whatnot and because i mean that's the fun of it i love hitting the back highways you know get off the interstate and, and hit those back two lanes and Plus, you know, you find some of these small towns and, you know, some of those mom-and-pop restaurants got the best fucking food you ever had. And Oh, dude, it's yeah, just... I love cafe restaurants, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, just, and it, it's fun. It's You find new areas and just fucking enjoy the road and point the bike in a direction and just go. And meet the locals and, you know, yeah. now that I can fucking wheelie a little bit, I like to, you know, you guys want to see some fucking shit? <laughs> I'll fuck around and be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, where'd this guy come from? Uh that's always fun to put on a little show for, for the, for the locals that aren't used to seeing, you know, too many people out there anyways. Yeah. Got a point. But yeah. it's funny. You get some of those places, you know, you, you meet some old guy, you know, seat your bike and you know, I've had that once and you know, like, Oh, I used to ride. I had this and fucking end up, you know, hearing some cool stories and you know, next thing you know, it's like, I mean, I've done it at a gas station 20 minutes later, you're finally leaving the gas station, but you know, you <laughs> yeah. made some cool memories and heard some awesome stories. And you know, some guy, he gets to remember shit. Maybe he forgot about until, you know, saw the motorcycle and yeah. it's, it's so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It does eat up some fucking time though, for sure. If you're on a mission. Yeah. Now process, I'm up in Northwest Washington. I live in uh, Port Angeles, Washington and yep. Jason down in, in Portland. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Portland kid born and raised seventh generation Oregonian. Yeah. I'm born and raised up here in, Port Angeles, raise my kids here, and yeah, there's some cool places. You know, they'll get to live here at the base of the Olympic Mountains. Yeah, it's fuck pretty you, Corey. Cool. The long-standing joke that I'm in Seattle that'll never die. I'm not in Seattle though, but you know, I fucking hate Seattle. Oh fuck me too. <laughs> I hate it up there. The sound yeah, is fucking gorgeous though. I do love the sound. I love. Again, I've never been inside the Olympics, but um. Uh, I've been, I've gone around it. Oh, you go, I mean, you get outside of Peter Sound, especially, you know, there's some killer riding through. I mean, so many different loops you can do through the Cascade Mountains. 
depending yeah. if you want to take all day, half day, you want to run two days. There's so many highways where, you know, it's like we did this summer with Brad and everybody where we zigzagged all the passes, but there's still more. And, you know, if a guy wants to explore and find some cool shit, man, there's so many different loops you can take. It just all depends how much time do you want to ride. Yeah, I left uh, I left Gig Harbor from my buddy's house. Or he's in... He's in... Uh, is Port Townsend near Gig Harbor? No, you're, you're thinking... Or uh, Bremerton. He's in Bremerton. That's where he is. Okay, uh, yeah. This was when I had, uh, I had a, a ZX-6R. I, I stayed at his place, and then I left, like, butt crack of dawn. And uh, I was like, man, fuck, I don't want to just hit I-5 and go all the way home. I'm going to go up to the top of Rainier. So I fucking ripped up to the top of Rainier, and I'm like... Well, shit, man, I, I want to hit some more twists. He's like, fuck it, I'm, now I'm going to go to the top of St. Helens. Went down, ended up at St. Helens, went to the top of St. Helens, and then I was like, well, shit, I still don't want to get on I-5. Fuck it, I'm going to head east and then end up in the gorge, and then I'll just take 14 as soon as I hit 14 at the gorge and then stay on the Washington side, and then I'll cross over at 205 back into the city. It was a long fucking day on a cross track, but, man, I had a fucking blast. 14 is a cool ride. I mean, it's it's a lot slower because there's more towns, but oh, there's yeah, some sure. cool shit on there's 14. It is a beautiful too. drive. Especially, I think, one of the most, you know, touristy places to go into Stonehenge and Mary Hill. That yeah. memorial is, is just fucking awesome what that county did for all of their veterans through, you know, all your branches of the military service. And it's a cool place to visit. And you got a killer view of the gorge and the Columbia from up there. And, you know, walk yep. around, you know, pay your respects to the American heroes that gave it all for us. And it's just, it's a cool stopping point. Yeah, uh, that's another ride I like to do if I've got, a you know, half a day to burn, just burn up to Stonehenge, up 14. And then we'll usually just cross over and haul ass back on uh, 84, depending on, what, you know, how much time and how many cops we pissed off on the way up 14 to get to Stonehenge. <laughs> Or head to Pendleton and go fly a fucking, was it, uh, up to Dead Man's Pass. Was it Cotton Hill? Cottonweed? Cottonwood? Is that, uh, in Pendleton, is that 395 through there? No, it's, you keep heading east out of Pendleton, and, uh, Oh, fucking, go it's, on 84? Yeah, and it zigzags yeah. up, uh, Cottonwood, I think is what it, god damn, what the hell is that called? It takes you up, it takes you up to the Blue Mountains. Yeah, up to Dead Man's Pass. Yeah, yeah, Up yeah. on top. Fleet ride. Oh, it's freaking... I, I got a cool video I did with my daughter. We were down there for... Son was playing... Well, both my boys playing baseball in Pendleton for a tournament when they were playing for the World Baseball Showcase. And I said, hey, man, you want to go for a fun ride? And I mean, God, because, I mean, it, the highway zigzags. When yeah. you're going east, it's freaking awesome. You can drag floorboards and just rally the corners. And coming yeah, back down is boring because it's just... Either mild cornering but oh it's cool as shit man another good ride is uh if you're going if you're still heading east before you hit Legrand, you can hop off and you can go up the rogue river all is the that way up in. to enterprise was that no, highway that's three for, that's that's further east i'm oh, okay. talking about before you get to before you get to Legrand, you can cut back and head back towards portland mm-hmm. and, uh, you you go along the rogue river and it's fucking sick, but it takes you like you gotta you gotta know how much fuel you have because there isn't shit once you get into Central Oregon, like these podunk ass little towns. And uh, 
I, I got fucking scared when I was like, fuck, I'm going to be fucking stranded out here. And luckily I pulled in. I don't remember what the name of the town was, but uh, they had this just bullshit one pump, you know, uh, it was regular, but they sold like octane booster in size. So I fucking bought some of that. And I was like, man, thank God this was here because I would have been fucked. Oh, did that happen to me? My first trip down to Boise, Idaho, you know, taking around never been. So I'm looking at Google. It's like, okay, I'm going to stop, you know, fill up in Pendleton. I should be able to make it, you know, I can't remember the name of the town. It's about 20 miles before Ontario. Google says there's a Chevron right there. I'm like, cool. I'll pull in there and get gas. Yeah. And I'm coming down, you know, Gaslight comes on. I'm like, okay, you know, oh, I got a mile. Is it Huntington is what you're thinking of? It might have been, but the Huntington, fucking Chevron Oregon. was, it was under construction. The fucker wasn't even open yet. <laughs> so I ended up running out of gas on fucking, on the freeway. And luckily, you know, my wife and the boys were behind following, so... They ran to Ontario to buy a gas can to come back and rescue me from the side of the highway. And I was like, fucking Google. <laughs> fuckers. Can't trust those fuckers. Yeah. And now it's a big truck shop, and now it, it is open if anybody wants to stop for gas before Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun ripping through there, too. There's some good sweet, there's some good sweepers on the way from uh, Baker to Ontario. Yeah, there is. It, it was a cool ride. Even coming back, it's, you know, getting through some of them canyons and whatnot. It is freaking cool. It's fun. Yeah, I like those high speed. Those high speed twisties are fun. The other real fun one that's an absolute blast is coming out of Missoula to, down to Idaho, and you go over uh, Lolo Pass through the Bitterroot Mountains. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've done that or not. Ninety nine miles of twisties. No shit. There's a big sign, Twisty Roads next ninety nine miles, and and you're right along the bank of a river. I know that's going. Once you get over Lolo, you're coming down. It's the South Fork of uh, the Clearwater River, and I don't remember which river it is on the Montana side, but oh, dude, Lolo Pass is fucking epic. Yeah, that sounds badass. I like hit uh, going up through the uh, going up from um, Coeur d'Alene too, up through the Panhandle. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it's under a lot of construction. I feel like every time I do it now, but if it's clear. Yeah. Fuck, dude, you can bang those things. Yeah, that was another one I found out uh, when I was doing my first 1K in 2000. When I That's when I did Lolo for the first time. I was going to fuel up in uh, Coeur d'Alene. Fucking, you know, semi-truck cut me off. I'm like, well, fuck it, all right, you know, I'll, I'll hit the next gas station. I'll, that was the last exit for Coeur d'Alene. I'm like, shit, and going through some of these hills, the gas light comes on. I'm like, fuck me, and... Come down some little pass, see the sign, you know, Lake Ross General Store, and it showed a gas pump. <laughs> Pull in there, and, you know, they got two pumps. Yeah. I think, would I take, like, 4.86 gallons in a five-gallon tank? <laughs> Just fucking running on fumes. Like, thank God. And that's one of those things, ran up to, you know, this old dude, he saw the bike. Oh, yeah, I used to have a Goldwing Love Touring. You know, he's telling me some stories of places to ride, and it was cool, but it's like, fuck. You know, it's one of those places always stuck in my head. Hey, if I need gas and I miss it. I know there's gas in this little podunk station, middle yeah, nowhere. I've, I've learned to top off too, even if I don't need to. Like if I'm riding with dudes on like Dinas or you know Sportsters or whatever, like they always have to fill up. So I always fill up no matter what. Now I'm just like, yeah, do I have a half tank? Sure, but let's top off anyways, even if I don't need it. Cause yeah, it's better to have it than not. You know what I mean? Well, I carry now. I got one of those liter and a half gas reserve bottles. It's uh, yeah, okay. Lowbrow Customs, and it has a little case, so it straps on. I just strap it on my tour pack. If I yeah. have my other tour pack bag on it, it's just a cheap sense of, you know, security middle of nowhere, whether it's you run out or somebody else. And my son got one. I got Hayden one, so he has one on his V-Star. 
because which is crazy he got i mean it's a beautiful v-star the 1300 touring model but they didn't put a gas gauge on it <laughs> i'm like you know it's a touring bike but you guys didn't put a gas gauge it's like that's fucked you know we've kind of learned his range whatnot because they're getting credit he you know went through stuff got all this you know permit and everything goes gives endorsement he'd only been riding on the road for a month when he rode to south dakota with me <laughs> hell yeah and i mean that was an awesome eight days but you know, you usually he can go around a <laughs> 150 to, you know, 180 miles as gas light will come on. Well, we hit some stuff over there. We had, you know, your little higher elevation. We had a major headwind. And one of the trips, we made it like 120 miles. And he gets on the old Lex and he's like, hey, Dad, my gas light's already on. Fuck, <laughs> serious? Jesus. All right, you know, cool. Let's find a gas station. No worries. Yeah. Yeah, we hit a few headwinds that just killed his mileage, but. Yeah, and then it was after that trip was able to got the fuel bottles and it's just a nice sense of you know security in a way yeah. you know, that liter and a half could be the difference from you sitting there forever or you know getting to a fuel station somewhere like i said you know helping out somebody else that's in a pinch on the side of the road yeah absolutely um yeah fuck speaking of fucking wind i don't know did brad ever tell you that story of us coming back from uh four corners hitting 60 no. mile an hour 60 mile an hour crosswinds in the dark oh, uh, outside, Jesus. Out, outside of uh salt lake <laughs> oh man that was fucking terrifying or like we did on the monsters over mountains ride when brad they all skipped the fuel stop right at our 1k that's hey where we're saying arlington there's a gas station we'll get you know we'll all just fuel up there well yeah. me and milkweed our fuel lights came on so we got gas like 20 miles before there and some truck stops like you know, I'd hit my thousand, like, I'm getting fuel now. Yeah. And so they all pull into Arlington where we're going to, you know, we're doing our little fucking podunk fucking hood camping in the corner of a parking lot. But the gas station, they turned the pumps off. Oh, So that that they went to get gas. They couldn't get right fuel. There. Yeah. But they got the receipt, which they needed. And so we had to continue down to, I can't remember what the town was, Rufus. And yeah, yeah. Brad is like right behind Milkweed, literally drafting him at about 40 miles an hour down the freeway. And Brad ran out of gas pulling into the gas station. And he'd use <laughs> Frank Orlando keeps a one gallon gas can in his saddlebag because Saddleman sells one that's cut like your saddlebag, a reserve can. Oh, sick. And so he took half of Frank's and they took off. And I'm following Frank, and Frank got like three miles from Rufus and he ran out of gas. So he dumped in the other half gallon and. I mean, everybody was running on fumes except me and milkweed because we'd fueled up yeah, everybody man. else said fuck it you always gotta fucking fill up man even if you don't need to if you're stopping fucking fill that fucker up yep we uh my buddy sam and shack we did a 1k on our way down to uh meet up with the grips the grip street boys uh for their stunt ride in vegas it was this like last month or something uh i think it was last month Whenever it was. Anyways, uh, so we fucking, we were trying to beat the speed record. And <laughs> we would have had it, no fucking problem, had we not ran into issues. But that's kind of the whole thing, right? Like, you never know what issues you're going to run into. Uh, we did it in 12 hours and 10 minutes. Jesus. And the record the record at the time, uh, and it, it, might have been, it might be beat now, but the record at the time was... Uh, I think it was 11, 1147 or something like that, which is fucking scooting. Like you're moving. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, we can beat it. I know we can beat it, dude. And uh, we end up in uh, two construction zones. Uh, 
that ate up at least 45 minutes. We got pulled over just being idiots. Like, because, <laughs> you know, when you're doing a speed run, you, you can't fucking slow down. It doesn't, if it says 25 miles an hour through town, you have to fucking bomb through it. And hopefully you don't get fucked with. And we pass all these fools rolling through this little town right in front of the cops. And they just looked at us and threw their hands up and was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And uh, we did pull over, which, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, but we did this time, and the the officer was cool as fuck. He's laughing. I was like, dude, really? Like, you guys saw us? We're like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're fucking on a run right now. And he's like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. Get the fuck out of here. Just, you know, slow the fuck down. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, bud. And, uh, <laughs> but, man, Sam, he was on his Dyna, and Shaq and I are on baggers, and Man, we, we'd pull into a gas... I think it happened twice uh, on the run. Like, we'd pull up and his bike's just, like, spitting and sputtering, just on, literally on fumes. And then his bike would, like, have to sit there and cycle the fuel a little bit to get started again once he filled up. It was fucking funny, dude. It was, it was, it was a wild fucking ride. I was beat by the time we were done. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. I know, I was beat when we did ours. We did, you know, that fucking 1,600 miles in 35 and a half hours. But that yeah. 1K, like, same thing. We did ours. We got caught in some chip and seal in North Cascades, 46 miles of fresh chip and seal. So our, our 1K took us 20 and a half hours to get it. Fuck, dude. That's too I mean, long. It, it was one guy, Steve, he'd never done one. And we'd got to, because we did over North Cascades, back over Stevens, Stoquami, hit Canyon Road, Ellensburg. Up over um, Chinook Pass, over Cayuse Pass, White's Pass, back to Natchez. And then from Natchez, because we had to change some stuff up, it's like, dude, we're still like 200 miles short. So we ran out to Ritzville. Oh, and yeah. On the way to, <laughs> and on the way to Ritzville, coming down into Ellensburg, of course, it's the wind tunnel of the fucking world. Yeah. Steve was, my buddy Steve, he's like, and he told me going in, he goes, man, I've never done this. He goes, if I get too tired, I'm just going to, you know, cancel it. I'll do my own stuff. But you guys keep going. Well, he was getting that point where he was so tired when a crosswind hit him, blew him across the lane, and all of a sudden woke him the fuck up on his bike. He's like, Jesus, and we made it to Ritzville, and he started telling me a story. He's like, dude, I was ready to give up. He goes, that crosswind hit me, blew me across the lane. He's like, I'm wide awake then. Yeah, no shit, dude. It, it sucks riding when you're tired, too. Uh, oh, especially in the pitch block. You get over to Ellensburg, Eastern Washington, there's no lights on the highway. I mean, there's times we're going down, well, even out of Ritzville, down 395. We're five bikes wide, and everybody's got the high beams on, and yeah. you can light up. You come to a car, back in lane, you know, get around it, back to five wide down the freeway, and well, I mean it's you know two lanes north and south, but you know we're running five wide, and everybody's got the high beams on, so you can see, and you know still a couple guys in the back because there were seven of us, but you know that some people don't, you know, you shouldn't run suicide, but you know at night, dude, you want to light you can just so you can see. Yeah, you gotta light the fucking road up. Dude, we did a. Yep. Uh... We were with uh, Vic and Ivy. This was actually on the, the way to Four Corners. Brad was with me. Uh, and Ivy's fucking headlight went out. And we are fucking going through... Uh... Fuck, man. I don't know what highway it is, but it, it's like... I can't even think of where... I can't even think of where it's at, like, in my head right now, but it's fucking twisties. It's pitch blackout. So, like... You know, we're trying to like light the fucking road so she could see. It was fucking sketchy, but you know, we made it through and made it to the fucking hotel. And you know, it is what it is. 
you gotta and just that's start, what you gotta adapt and overcome when shit happens you know exactly and then, you know and Ryan had made up a point it was before we we're doing the mile monster because that guy's like a professional endurance rider that started started mile monsters that dude yeah. pounds miles like nobody's business right he's like tell you what he goes you know tell everybody don't be afraid to use your high beams he goes people you know guys front well it's gonna it'll hit my mirrors he's like then fucking adjust your mirrors because you don't need mirrors at night he goes i don't nope. care if guys are behind me he's like i want their high beams on he yeah. goes it helps me see up there and he goes fix your mirrors he goes but if you guys are you know in, in situations where you got to run staggered or whatnot he goes dude just adjust your mirrors tell everybody turn their high beams on and just go he goes because it makes a hell of a difference yeah absolutely yeah fucking flip those mirrors down you don't need those fuckers at night nope yeah it's uh i ran for a long time with one headlight on the road glide and it sucked and i, I can't see for shit at night anyways so like if I don't have like all the light, I, I don't know why I haven't like stepped up into like you know the uh, what are those? Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm having a fucking total brain fart right now. Those bright ass. Oh, the LEDs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I'm still running the stock headlight. Um, I'll tell you button. what the difference when I, I went from the stock to having that custom dynamics. Jesus, my high beam on the stock one compared to the low beam on these is the low beam is probably five times as bright as what my high beam was because my original headlights were shit they were yeah. horrible and yeah. i mean they say these low beams will shine a beam 1500 feet no shit they're fucking impressive as shit yeah i need to step up i mean this the stock on the 19 headlights it's it's all right but f for my vision dude i need way more fucking light yeah it's like you know friend jason setzer i think he's got a 19 or 20 and he put a set of denali's you know, off the you know, come off as marker lights, and Jesus Christ, those things are bright as shit, but they're expensive as hell. But man, you want to light up the night at nighttime, those things are fucking amazing. He hooked his into the high beams so when he turns on his high beams, those Denali's come on too, and fuck, they're bright. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's that's typically my my main thing why I don't have like the, the cool shit on my bike is because the shit's expensive. <laughs> so Springer Mike wants you want to know a very challenging twisty road out of Sisters, Oregon to 42 Salsa Lava Falls? When you come out the road and it goes, it's not it's 20. It goes and end up in Eugene. Oh, yeah. Uh, what fucking highway is that? I haven't done that highway, but I know exactly what highway he's talking about. You go up over the pass and then instead of staying on 20 you cut left to head towards eugene uh um, 242 he says it looks fucking twisty as fuck and i still haven't done it it looks fun though might have to come check that out next summer yeah it looks fun i know i'm hoping to get down to brad at some point because he's got a set of forks for my bike that have been we've been trying to figure out when to put on for like two or three months but we just can't get our schedules accordingly and now we're into the shit weather season it's like fuck He's got a lot of good rides right out of his backyard, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's some I mean, awesome riding. Literally right West. out of his backyard. <laughs> yeah, his shop's pretty cool. I remember when I went down and surprised him. with. Have you seen the coffee table that did for him that's in the shop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking badass. You know, I mean, he's been such an awesome guy to get to know and be friends. And then, you know, early on, wanted to come on board and help support, you know, you know what i'm doing here at the v2 in life so i just i want to do something wait you know say thank you so i had to you know the crash ink emblems made and put them under the table and all the clear over the top of it and you yeah, know just fucking rad. 
you support those that support you and you know say you know hey thank you for everything and it's been an amazing friendship man brad's cool as shit and you know it's it, it's awesome to be you know the the support you get from the community that we're all part of i mean everybody is it's fucking amazing yeah i i think for the most part everyone that i've met's pretty fucking rad you know there's some fucking dumb motherfuckers just like any industry right got a point uh, not gonna name names but you know the the majority of the people i met have been nothing but fucking rad people yeah um which is why you know another reason i keep grinding and keep pushing and keep staying in this community because i fucking love it dude there's there's no i really feel like there's no other community like it i think you got a hell of a point you know what i mean yep it, it just there's just not and it, you know for people that don't ride and aren't in the the motorcycle. I mean, I can't really explain it, but once you're on a fucking bike, you 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 figure it out pretty quick and understand what I mean. No, I think you're 100 percent correct, and it, I agree. I mean, it, it's awesome, you know the so many people, you know the the support you get. Just sometimes, you know, the little pick me up conversation or messages or. You know, traveling out somewhere and meeting other people that, you know, you might know over social media, but you never met in person and go hang out with them. And, you know, you build even friendships like, you know, you got in the side chat, Wrenchbender Nick and Springer Mike that when we went over to South Dakota, they they're from Oregon, but moved to Wyoming and, you know, spent the weekend with us over there and showing us around. And, yeah, you know, Setzer Pendus rode up from Texas. We hung out with him for four days and, you know, he'd been great friends. And it is there's so many people I could say that are just freaking awesome. I mean, yeah. but, you know, you got some, like anything, you know, you said there's always some people that are just different or whatnot. You're just not going to click with, but, you know, 99.9% yeah, exactly. of everybody is just, it's an awesome fucking circle of people to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 110%. Where do well, you see this? Well, this goes to show with, with your stuff, you know. If... Oh, go ahead. Where's the side chat at on here? Uh, you might not be able to see it all with your phone sideways yeah, you probably see it all on your phone or on your yeah I'm on the, i got on the laptop gotcha. but you know it's, it's like you're saying you know the community you know i mean from your ride faster pussy logo now you're you know you're getting to doing the hard parts crash bars and sprockets now you're doing you know your derby covers and expanding more just because of the support from the community and you know you, you continue to grow yeah it's fucking rad dude like uh I, i'm blown away i'm i'm blown away by it like I'm just like, how the fuck, how, how did this happen? You know what I mean? How, how do I have such rad people that support me and, uh, you know, from customers to friends, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it, it blows my mind. It, it's a good feeling to be able to create something that people support, you know, and, and that, you know, people are getting whatever satisfaction from, you know, supporting it and wearing it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's fucking rad. No, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I'm not in deep as, you know, with all the, you know, like what you got going on with both your brands and businesses and whatnot, but I can totally relate just from, you know, wanting to hear stories and meet people through this podcast. Now I'm over two years of doing it. And, you know, I know probably sounds like a broken record, but the biggest thing, that's so honoring is the friendship I made with every person I've had on. Yeah. I've made a friendship with them, you know, mess on Instagram still, you know, phone calls, texts, and that's the biggest reward. It's that, that networking and the friendships that you build and man, it's just awesome. And I just, you know, 
81 episodes in, or, you know, like we like to say, 81 mile posts, and, you know, I'm booked for the next five weeks, and it's still, it's crazy that, you know, just an idea for me just wanting to talk to other people within the community and hear their stories and of, you know, how they got into riding and motorcycles, and it just keeps going and going, and it's so freaking cool, and I enjoy this so much, and, you know, thanks for all you guys coming in, you know, the side chat, and everybody that tunes in, and you know, all the comments and whatnot. I I think all you guys, it's it's awesome. Everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking stoked to be a part of it finally, dude. And uh I think it's rad what you're doing. It's cool. Uh I don't know, it's just cool to talk about what the fuck's going on, you know what I mean? There's I've I've always been kind of uh So actually the process one I, link, if you go to Instagram process at ridefasterpuss.y and you can check out and you can find his links from there on Instagram. Yep. Um, I don't know what the fuck was I saying. So it was awesome, something, and then yeah, you, you lost your train of thought just because I interrupted yeah, it. And... It's been happening a lot today. It's been all, it was, I had a long day yesterday of foraging for mushrooms. <laughs> uh, went down to the coast, and I fucking haven't hiked that much in a long time. <laughs> it's hard to walk today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i bet yeah good 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 i'm not complaining because it was fucking awesome you know especially you know seeing deer up close and all that kind of shit and just being in the middle of nowhere like coming across wildlife and my buddy sam that i went with is uh just a fucking funny motherfucker and we grew up in the same neighborhood and uh weren't like we weren't friends when we were kids because he was kind of friends he was like he was homies with all the people that like all my homies were like enemies with and uh it's kind of funny that like how close we become just being a couple kids from southeast portland and you know knowing all the same you know dealing with the same bullshit and (laughs) i don't know it's, it's funny we click really well but uh we have a lot of fun fucking around and making videos and uh shit like that him and i are and that's on. what it is it, having fun even getting out i mean we do when it comes to hiking you know we, we live in a beautiful area of the fucking country that has some amazing fucking place to go out and, and check out if you you know get off the uh the asphalt and head down the dirt path yeah and you know it, get away from phone service and not be on instagram all day yeah have you a reset I mean? Yeah. All the wife and I mean, we had that couple weeks, so we went camping out in uh, Fort Warden, an old military base. It's now a campground. It was a World War II base, and it's crazy. It's like the phones had service, but you didn't get no internet. It's like, well, fuck it. You know, we basically had, you know, a a weekend kind of to reset, and you know, didn't have any fucking service. Like, fuck it. It was kind of nice in a way. Reset. I mean, you could walk about a quarter mile, and you could get some service for a minute. Like, I will admit, we did walk down there for a about a quarter mile walk so I can get service to check out the Mariners game that was on. So I can stream it on my phone because it was going into <laughs> extra innings and I couldn't find it on the radio for them in the motor home. But yeah, you know, you can walk a little ways to get some, but then go back to camp and just actually have a conversation with two people and not stare at phones. Yeah. I get, I get caught up uh, staring at the phone too much just because, you know, having to stay active on social media and, you know, create content and do shit for the brand and all that stuff. Like it's all part of the business. Right. And like I said, like I have a hard time balancing. And when I get like, when I get focused on something, I'm like all the fuck in. 
and I kind of just put blinders on on everything else. I'm like, nope, this is what I'm doing right now, and it, it works. It works out sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I've I've been grinding my whole life, and uh, I feel like it's that that last 23 years of fucking grinding, or you know, 30 years of grinding, is like it's starting to finally pay off. You know what I mean? Like I finally figured something out that is working. Right. Well, like I say, you know, you, you guys got to put in the work for the success. I mean, it just doesn't come overnight and you know, yeah. you, you've been grinding at it for a while and you know, and, and things are happening now for you, which is absolutely fucking awesome. Yeah. And you know, there's, I think one problem with social media is it shows instant gratification. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't show all the fucking heartache and the fucking grind and the late nights and, the lack of sleep and all the other bullshit that you have to deal with to create something. Right. And, um, it's fucking time consuming. It's, it's yeah. hard. It's not always hard. If you love something, sometimes it doesn't really feel hard, right? You're having fun doing it, but it's time consuming, dude. It's constant fucking grind. You don't just blow up overnight, you know, and have something that's, fucking rad or successful like you got to put the time in and that's what people don't see um i try telling people that you know creating a brand it, it's not hard you just got to believe in it and you got to put the fucking time into it you, you got to put I mean? the legwork in yeah and don't very and true don't, and don't create it man don't create it just because you want money like just create something that's fun that you're fucking dig you know what i mean then it won't feel like such a pain in the ass when you're fucking staying up all night, you know, busting out orders or shit like that. Like you've created something that you really fucking love. Create something you believe in. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I feel like people are just like, no, fuck that. I just want to make money. I'm like, well, how the fuck are you going to make money if you don't believe in it, bro? Like (laughs) you could just be a good salesman, I guess. Like, I mean, if you're a good salesman, you can sell anything, right? I'm a fucking horrible salesman. I got to actually believe in something for me to fucking sell it. Yeah. You know, if I'm not going to use it myself, I'm not going to fucking sell it on anyone. You know what I mean? Very true point. But anyone can fucking do it. Shit. Yeah. You just got to believe in yourself. And, you know, it's exactly what you said. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the effort and stand behind and believe what you're doing and keep pushing and grinding and good things will happen. Yeah. And, you know. You got to have fucking income at the same time, so don't quit your fucking day job before you... Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, your live stream was a little rough last night. <laughs> you old military bikers in the house. What up? So um, how can we get a t-shirt? You'd love to have one. We can go check out Ride Faster Pussy, which is puss.y on Instagram. You can check out his links. He's got hats, shirts, sweatshirts, t-shirts, and uh Yeah. Get some of that yeah. Northwest brand. Yeah. Ridefasterpussy.com. There you go, right there. Ridefasterpussy.com. Take your right to everything. I appreciate your support. www.ridefasterpussy.com. We'll do this real quick. Dun, dun. Dot com. Oh, wait. See when I gotta be able to see what I'm doing. Bam! Right there. If you want to have some fun, Google Ride Faster Pussy. 
and then see what pops up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I finally, I think I finally, I've finally taken over the the shit that used to pop up when when you Google that. Uh, I think my uh, brand is finally reached this small level of taking over the shit that would typically pop up when you Google ride faster pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Which means you've, you've elevated yourself. You put in the work, you're getting top at the Google searches. Yeah. I'm fucking Adam says you need to find Shroomies faster. Fuck dude. Hey, it's not (laughs) easy, bro. Go foraging. It's fucking, it's a grind, dude. You see, just like anything in life, man, you got to put the time in foraging and finding mushrooms is a fucking lot of work. I tell you what, you can keep time. all that fungus, man. Fuck mushrooms, no, thank you. I love. I'm not, into, I'm, I'm not a fungi, fungus kind of guy. I fucking love them. I love them. And just to be clear, it was foraging for edible mushrooms. I mean, I guess you can eat a lot of different edible mushrooms that aren't typically food, but. Um, <laughs> Man, I was kind of bummed, dude. It was my fault for not communicating to my kids. But uh, we found some... Uh, we went foraging for... Uh, um, the mushroom is... Uh, Liberty Caps? <laughs> no, 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 not those. Not those. Uh, Portinis. And we actually went for some, some chanterelles also, but Portinis, you know, they're fucking big-ass mushrooms, and I brought them home and asked my buddy, like, how do I store these? Because I'm not going to cook them up right now. <laughs> He's right about that. Yeah, I was terrified of them. I was terrified of the uh, fun mushrooms. Yeah. Um, But my kid, I fucking put them outside in a bag to not get wet. My kids moved them right next to the fucking railing where it rained all night and they got all fucked up. And I was like... <laughs> Bro, do you fucking know how fucking long it took me to find those fucking few mushrooms, you fuckers? <laughs> but it, you know, I didn't communicate with them how important it was to keep them out of the rain, so it's it's my fault. But I was bummed, putting a lot of work to get those. Yeah. So well, shit, man. Well, fuck. Thanks for coming on, wanting and hanging out tonight, dude. This has been fuck. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I dig it, man. I mean, just, you know, got us in the shit, but, you know, it's just fun when you can sit down there, you got that common thread of motorcycles, you can just shoot the shit, you know, talk roads, places, travels, and it's fun when, you know, like yourself, where we're kind of, you know, same region of the country, so can understand and relate areas you're talking about, because, you know, I mean, I've, I've done some riding through Oregon, so I know some of the places, and it's right. a lot of fun when you talk to somebody, and you know exactly kind of the areas they're talking about, because you can relate, because you've been to some of them, and th- that kind of shit makes it fun, too. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, fucking share the roads, man. Where, where are the good roads at? Let's fucking rip them up, you know? Hell yeah, I got to come up this way or I'll head down that way too. Do a little bit of both. Yeah. I Get had Brad come back up here and do some barbecuing and food and shit and have a good time. Yeah, I'm fucking down, dude. Uh, I love the sound again. Uh, I'd like to find some time to go into the Olympics, though, like into the actual park and do some hiking around and shit. Oh, there's a ton of, especially, I mean... There's a whole shit ton of trails on the Upper Peninsula. I mean, you come in down, you know, down the canal by uh, Lake Cushman, but there's a ton of them that come out of from Hurricane Ridge up here out of Port Angeles. A shit ton of trail networks up here with some really cool places. I mean, Mount Angeles, the Suncrest Trail. You got Obstruction Point that's got a ton of trails that come off that up 
up into the park. But yeah, there's there's a shit ton of trails and some awesome fucking shit to be seen in the Olympics. Yeah, I definitely want to check that shit out. Um, you see, yeah, spend much time down in California? No, man, those fucking boys down there, fuck. I tried keeping up with those. Uh, my buddy James, uh, <laughs> right outside of like uh, Maholland. And mm-hmm. I know the I know where Mahalan is from reading books and whatnot and shit, but fuck, dude, those boys. I, I'm not I'm not a I'm not the fastest person, but I'm definitely not a slow person. And those motherfuckers make me feel slow as fuck. I'm also on a <laughs> stock ass bike, you know, with stock suspension. I'm fucking dragging everything. We're trying to keep up with them, but it was like uh, trying to keep up with them. I'm like, man, where the fuck did they go, dude? Like, I'm pushing myself. Like, I can't go any fucking faster. That was uh, it's fun. There's some, those are some fucking twisty ass roads up through there outside of Malibu. Uh, fun to fucking ride for sure. Yeah, Ray's told me about some of the places. Old Ray Robledo. Ray Robledo. Yep. Yeah, he's he's down there. Yeah, he's told me about some of the, a lot of cool places down there. And same with like uh, Robin Lady Biker was on here. She did live down in that area, and you know she's been on here twice. And you know the first episode was way in the beginning when it was just doing audio, and which is a fun part. You, you get some of these people from outside your area, and you know that sit there and talk. You can build that little list of places you want to go visit and ride, and you know build that bucket list. And it's like shit after so many posts. I mean, I've heard about so many cool places and within our our own borders and you see all these people who want oh i want to go ride england i want to you know the uk scotland yeah. you know australia new zealand it's like dude you have any idea how many areas and within our own borders that so many people have no idea about because yeah, I mean, you, you got to get off I'd the main interstates yeah i mean i'd love to do all of that but there's so much yeah. of the united states i haven't seen on a bike oh yeah me too uh i'd love to absolutely fucking, true i'd love to go over to the east and uh you know check out uh the tale of the dragon and all that kind of stuff i tell you what if you like tale of the dragon you need to go up to uh deadwood and do uh iron mountain road uh it's like iron mountain the what is that the one that cuts off when you're on your way to uh rushmore uh it's close to it what is it here hold on Because uh, Springer Mike to get me the tin, but no, it's a uh, seventeen hundred or seventeen hundred. Jesus, seventeen miles, three hundred fourteen curves, fourteen switchbacks, three pigtails, three tunnels, two splits, and four presidents. I mean, there's some of those pigtails, dude. It's a ten mile an hour corner as you're going over these wooden bridges. You just pigtail up the mountain farther, and it's like yeah, the I tail like... of the dragon for the West Coast is fucking epic. I, I I went through there when I went to Sturgis. I went up to like. Uh... I went up to Rushmore, but I think, I think that little rip is like an offshoot on the way to Rushmore from from Sturgis, or going. Yeah, through like, it's up by uh, um, Needles, because you come out of that, then you come right down and do the Needles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I did hit that when I was there. It's pretty I, fucking. I mean, it, you'd know it if you did. It's a fucking epic fucking ride. I mean, you want to talk twisties and just some amazing shit. It was cool as hell. Yeah, that sounds fucking rad. I, I like challenging. Yeah. I like challenging roads. I like pushing myself to see, like, well, what can I do? You know, and hit it a couple times, go up and down a couple times. And, all right, Corey, it's called Iron Mountain Road outside of Deadwood. Iron Mountain Road. Okay, I'll check that out next time I'm out that way. Uh, yeah, it's fucking epic shit. 
Yeah, I like going up and down shit and trying to hit the same thing more than once in the same day and say, all right, well, how can I fucking get up this a little bit faster? How can I do this a little bit better, you know? Well, some of that one, I mean, it's a small road, so you got other traffic to, to contend with, but fuck, it was cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find myself, uh, sometimes I got to slow down and take in the view. Uh, so you got to... Yeah, King MC eighty nine wants to know if you're going to hit up Born Free next year. I would love to. Um, I was supposed to actually go down to Born Free Texas. Uh, that happened what two weeks ago, I think it was. And uh, you know, life came up, couldn't make it, so had to ditch out on it. But um, I'd like to come down to Born Free in Cali, come see all my friends and stuff down there. So Iron Mountain Road is Highway sixteen A, just before you head up towards Mount Rushmore. You can okay, head yeah, off that, and head up Iron Mountain Road. Yeah, that was an offshoot that I didn't hit. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's it's fucking amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd like to fucking. Uh, I've got an FXR I'm building. It's also out at Brad's place, taking up floor space. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's that ADD that kicks in, dude. I. I great at tearing shit apart i'm also great about putting it back together in a timely yeah, manner i understand that <laughs> and then you get to a point where you're like well fuck dude you know i've got this black halfway torn down maybe i should just tear it all the way down and like you know change the color of the frame or some shit you know what i mean take it to that next level that's what i'm working on now so let's see uh king mc89 because he he's been wanting to hit a born free for a while I'm not sure if you're saying he's in Lebanon. Yep, Lebanon down south. Down, down there closer to Brad. Yeah, all uh Sweet. if I head down there, dude, I'm fucking anyone can fucking roll. As long as you give me my space when we're riding. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I've well shit, buddy, man. Thanks here. for thanks for coming and hanging out, dude. This has been a lot of fun, man. Yep, it's always good, you know, getting a meet some of these people you interact with on on you know the old social media but in a way you're it's face to face but i guess not face to face but we just do it over a computer screen and and fucking yeah. have fun shoot the shit oh yeah man thanks for having me on hell yeah this has been a fucking good time i've enjoyed it man so hey let everybody know where they can find you what you got going on uh if you want to follow me on instagram it's just ride faster puss dot y p-u-s-s dot y because instagram doesn't let you say pussy um, and then, uh, I've got the hard parts page, which is, uh, RFP hard parts. And then, um, if you want to check out the website, it's www.ridefasterpussy.com. Pretty straightforward. And get yourself some of that great fucking merch. Yeah. Or don't, but if you do, it's a lot cooler if you do. That's right. Yeah. Cause and you can sport that cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, guys, man, thanks so much for tuning in to another mile post of the V-Twin Life. Uh, next Sunday, we got Dustin Thacker of the Five Dirty Bikers coming on to hang out and hear his story and whatnot and what's going on. And But, no, Jason, man, thanks for coming on tonight, dude. This has been a lot of fun. I had a blast. And, man, we'll have to do it again here in the near future. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me on, Denver. Fuck, yeah. Hey, everybody, you know what? You guys ride safe, have fun, enjoy the open road, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Later.